Hey students, this is Andy and Ryan here bringing to you guys some content through a video. We're going to be doing this uh, similarly over the next few weeks, just bringing you guys a video each week and then we'll be providing like discussion questions to your life group leaders and you guys will have the opportunity to jump into basically a FaceTime style Zoom video call to continue to do life groups and we'll be doing that on Sunday evenings. So uh, we're looking forward to just bringing you guys some content each week. Uh, Ryan, what is our first passage that we're going to be talking through? So today we're going to be uh, in Matthew chapter 6, so we want to encourage you um, while you're watching this, if you just grab a Bible, if you don't have one at your house, that's great. You can just go to Bible Gateway and type in Matthew chapter 6 and start in verse 25. And you can just look at the whole chapter that way if you just type in Matthew chapter 6. And so if you want to join us in verse 25 um, and reading about this, this theme of anxious, to not, to, to not be anxious. So here's what it says in verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor, weep, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valued than they? And which of you, being anxious, can add a single hour to his life span? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Mm -hmm. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. So Andy, mm -hmm. so first, first off, I just want to ask you a question about this passage yeah. we just read. So. Uh, what, are, what are some takeaways? What are some things that stick out to you, that jump out to you um, yeah. in your life? I, I would say definitely for me, you know, imagery and metaphors yep. are a big thing for me. And so just, I love the beautiful picture that's presented here in this passage of the birds of the air and how even though they don't go plant crops and, and store up food or go to Target and buy out all the toilet paper, yeah. uh, God still takes care of them. Like they're yeah. still good. They're still being taken care of. And, and then it goes on and talks about the flowers of the field yeah. and how, you know, even King Solomon, who was one one of the wisest, wealthiest, most powerful kings in all of ancient Israel. Uh, even he, he had nothing on the flowers of the field and, and who God himself clothes. And these are such simple, small things, you know, birds and flowers, but God still takes such good care of them. Yeah. And so how much more is he going to take care of us uh, than he's going to take care of the flowers and the birds? And so I just, I think that that's such a cool reminder, especially in our current moment as uh, we maybe feel really small and we maybe feel insignificant or unimportant in the midst of a global crisis and a lot of things going on, uh, but God's still going to take care of us and we can trust Him for that. And I, I think I've, I find great uh, confidence and just uh, assurance that God takes care of us. Like the, mm -hmm. the care that He has for us is so far more than we can comprehend. Like yeah. you think of the flowers, the flowers cannot physically reach out to God and say, hey God, take care of us, clothe <laughs> us, give us food, or the, the birds of the air that, you know, they're, yeah. they're taken care of. So guys, just be encouraged. God takes care of you. Yeah. So, and it may not be a lifestyle that's like, you know, it's going to be easy and it's going to fall on your lap, but know that God, because you guys, all of us are made in God's image. Mm -hmm. How much more is He going to care for us? Like, remember, go back to Genesis. He said about creation, about about us as human beings, that we that it was very good. Mm -hmm. You know, it, we were very good. Yeah. And so that was something that God values um, to take care of us. And so, yeah. uh, so how do you practically 
uh, combat worry? Like, how do you avoid it? Yeah. Can you avoid it, or can you just com combat it, or what are some practical steps you well, take? There are two things that stand out to me uh, when it comes to kind of combating worry in my life. One of them, you know, a couple months ago, we talked through our Recipe for Joy series, and we talked about, in the last week, the ingredient of hope, and specifically mm -hmm. how it allows us to pursue peace, True. and how a lot of that is dependent upon what we dwell on, or what we think about and True. focus on. And so I think, guys, in the midst of these times, especially when we're home from school, and there's a lot of things happening around us, we need to be really intentional about choosing what we dwell on. And so I think a passage like this is a really great example of something that we can dwell on that's a good thing, that will be healthy to think about, healthy to listen to, and so we can choose what we think about and what we focus on. Another thing that's really helpful for me is just remembering God's faithfulness. Yeah, that's good. Uh, even when I'm in the midst of a moment where I maybe am not recognizing God's faithfulness in my current situation yet, like, okay, God, everyone's still sick, the world's still freaking out, what am I supposed to do? I look back at a previous time in my life when maybe I didn't understand what was going on or where I was hurting or where I was struggling, mm -hmm. and I'm reminded of how God was faithful to me then, and that gives me confidence and trust for Him and how He's going to be faithful to me now. So those are two really big things that stand out to me. Those are really good. Uh, as I recount God's faithfulness in my life to, I think, the times where I struggle in this when I'm worrying about what's happening tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like So in a lot of ways, I try to maintain control as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Like when I'm worrying about something, like that, that tells me that I'm dwelling on more of what I'm trying to control. Mm -hmm. So whether that's stocking up on a bunch of stuff or just <laughs> not, or just replying, you know, responding with doing nothing, right? Yeah. So however, however we try to comfort ourselves by maintaining control, I think, is, is a big lesson in this passage that Jesus says, you know what? God takes care of you. Yeah. He takes care of you. He has our back. Mm -hmm. And it may not be an ease of life, but the fact that God loves us so much that He values us and He wants to take care of us just yeah. could show you just the, the heart of God as a, as our Father, right? Our Father, you know, God is fatherly mm -hmm. to us. We Absolutely. forget that, you know, a lot of times. And so, I'll share with my my, my favorite pass or my favorite verse in this uh, chapter. Yeah. And really, kind of sums up, and the angel will will speak on his his verse, uh, verse thirty three. Kind of boils it down to this: but seek first. I like how it says first, and not second, not third, not fourth, but first, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So what are all these things that are added to you? So you, you have to go back all these these passages right before this. Jesus is talking about the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed, right? The, the Beatitudes, the blessed, you know, what does it look like to have kingdom life? Um, and so Jesus just quite frankly says, this is what we should be dwelling on. Mm -hmm. Instead of worrying about tomorrow, we focus on seeking God's kingdom first. Absolutely. And His righteousness. And that's the bottom line of this. And so yeah. what are, what's your favorite verse in this? My favorite verse out of this passage is the very last verse of it, which is verse 34. Yeah. Uh, it says this, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Mm -hmm. um, Ryan and I have been talking a lot recently about how we are literally living in a time right now, probably more than we ever have before in our lives, where we have to live by faith every single day. We wake up in the morning and we literally don't know what's going to happen that day. If the CDC or the WHO or the government or whatever is going to come out with some new directive or some new update about what's going on with the virus and everything that's happening, we need to live by faith every single day. And we have the opportunity to trust God in these moments and focus on what He has right in front of us rather than trying to be anxious about and worry about and, and fear about what could happen tomorrow or what could happen later. And so that really brings us to the bottom line yeah. for this week. And uh, Ryan, you want to share that with us? Yeah, the bottom line of our passage this week is uh, by seeking God's kingdom first, we exchange our worry for His peace. Absolutely. You know, we exchange this anxiety for peace because really, we're all going to deal with this, guys. We're all going to have some type of worry in our life. Mm -hmm. But the way we respond, the way we dwell on God first, 
we exchange our anxiety for peace. Absolutely. And I love that too. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it really is such a cool opportunity to reach out, to love each other, to be present in where we are, mm -hmm. and to live with grace and to live with generosity every day and, mm -hmm. and trust His faithfulness, how He's been faithful to us, right. and be looking ahead towards the future and going, you know what, God's got it. And I'm thankful I'm not in charge. I'm thankful that He's got it and He's a lot bigger than we are. And I'm also thankful that Jesus is alive, right? The tomb's mm -hmm. empty, and that's because there's this old hymn, guys, you may not even be familiar with, but because He lives, mm. I can face tomorrow. Absolutely. And that's what we have to, to focus on as believers in Christ. For sure. Yeah. Well, guys, we've got some questions that will be out to your life group leaders. You can hop into those Zoom calls on Sunday evening, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Connect with us. If there's anything you yeah. find out about people who have needs, if you need to talk to somebody, uh, reach out. We're here for that in these times. See so, you guys. See ya.